Hi, we're just coming in here to do a little disclaimer about um, our recordings over the next couple of weeks. They were recorded before the coronavirus took hold across the world. So we just want to ask for your grace in the recordings if you find something a little insensitive to the season that we find ourselves in at the moment. And we just ask for your grace um, over that. Um, we had no way of knowing um, what was coming um, when we recorded it. So, yeah, we just thank you for that. Kirst, I think we've been quite restrained in not talking about this topic. Hi, but- I'm Kirsty. Oh, I'm Amy. The art of decluttering. <laughs> I'm Amy. I'm Amy. I think. <laughs> Hopefully this is not your first episode. We don't usually start like that. But I think we've been really restrained in not addressing this topic until now. Yes. We're 140-odd, maybe 150. I think probably 150 episodes in now. Yeah, and we're just getting to talking about storage units. But, boy, is it going to be jam-packed full of goodness. Let's just say from the outset, We are not talking to anyone specifically in this episode. So if you feel like we're talking to you, that's possibly conviction rather than us intentionally talking to you because we don't have anyone in our mind specifically when doing this episode. Um, We're just talking generally. The same with episode. Same with every episode. Yeah. Um, But we're going to talk about storage units. Okay. Why would you have a storage unit? Maybe you're... Plenty of reasons yeah, to have a storage unit. Plenty of reasons. Maybe you're moving overseas or in the state for a short period of time. So you don't want to have a rental or you don't want you want to rent your house out. Mm-hmm. So you actually need somewhere to store your stuff as a short-term interim op- option. Yeah. What you else? You may have inherited a lot of things and it or the the person has died or needed to move into accommodation and you needed to sell the house to afford the accommodation. So there's a quick turnaround mm-hmm. and you just needed to get things out of there. You could have inherited the storage unit. You could have inherited yeah. the storage unit. <laughs> that's that's definitely happened. Yeah. You could need it to provide more space at home for seasonal decorating items or going through sentimental items slowly. Mm, you could have it in between houses. Like Kirst said, when you're um, staging a house, often you reduce a lot of the everyday clutter that you do need, like kids' toys and furniture that you actually do want in the next Which house. Which isn't clutter. It's just it's excess to selling a house. Correct. And when you sell a house, you want it to be very, very, very uncluttered. Um, so maybe you're doing it as an interim between houses or a renovation. I've got friends that were telling me at basketball on Saturday that they've um, just got a storage unit because they're renovating. And they're like, it's eight weeks. That's all we needed it for. Yeah. But we needed it. Yeah. We needed something. Yeah. Um, it could be because you are storing things for a loved one. So maybe your kids are gone overseas and, you know, they're in their early 20s and... You might be airbnb their room for a while <laughs> or somebody has moved into an um, aged care facility or, you know, could be because you're storing other people's belongings. Or you could even be using it for business. Mm. So it could be that you're in between businesses or using it for stock. Yes. Um, so many different options. There's another option too. You might be using it because you're delaying decisions oh. or because you're procrastinating or because you made the decision to go into a storage unit months, years ago, 
and haven't made the time to actually go through it and and count the costs of what a storage unit actually is costing you. And some of the reasons that we mentioned before are delaying decisions. Yes. Like moving overseas or interstate may you may not have to use a storage unit. You may you could choose another option. Yep. But it is a legitimate use for a storage mm. unit. And inherited items, that's can be delaying decisions and providing more space at home could be a delaying decision. And in between houses could be a delaying decision as well because you may actually be storing clutter, not just useful items that aren't making the house pretty. Um, you could be overwhelmed in your renovation but did not need to use a storage unit for that um, and you delaying decision storing other people's belongings could be a delaying decision as well and running a business out of a storage unit may also be, can be a delaying decision on purchasing your own place. All that to say that they're all legitimate reasons to have a storage unit, but they could also be legitimate delay decisions. <laughs> when I just um, redid the second edit of my book recently, the second edition, sorry, um, can you believe that the self-storage industry in Australia is valued currently at $1.1 billion of people storing stuff off-site from their homes. And that is with homes that have increased by 50% in the last 20 years as well. Gobsmacked. Yeah, gobsmacked. $1.1 billion. Billion. Imagine if that money... Imagine... So this is a, just this is totally off topic, but I have heard of some self-storage units using excess units that they have for homeless shelters overnight. So if they've got, say, 15 shelters that are free... A company will come in and put in like a mattress and bedding and you can come in. Australia? In Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have any information on it. I just heard it and went, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to why you have a storage unit, how we can help you get rid of it. Um, Storage units in – so I've never personally had a storage unit, but when my husband got his current job, they had a storage unit for the business – and one of the first things we did was got rid of it. it was one hundred and seventy five dollars a month. So, <laughs> what? It just took me a little while to work out that that was what the price of that was. I was like, per month, two hundred dollars a month, two times twelve, twenty four hundred dollars. <laughs> and this is a girl who loves maths. So two and a half grand a year on self storage. That's huge. So the first thing we did was cleared it out. So that was my first experience in storage about five years ago. Um, And it wasn't that hard to clear out. And we made money by selling some of the stuff that was in there. And a lot of it was rubbish Mm. that had been put in there and totally forgotten about. Yes, because that is the problem with off-site storage, whether it is a storage unit or a shed in your backyard or in a storage container in on your property, mm. is that it is a set and forget, like you kind of like... Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And I know, like, that would be horrible for me because I'm such a visual person. I need to see my stuff to use it and to remember because if I don't see it, which it drives Simon nuts because he is, he is the opposite. He's an elephant with his memory of yeah. things and he, where they belong and where they are yeah. and what you have. And and he's, so he can put something away and know to use it next time. Whereas I'm like, hmm, we don't have it. 
like, and it doesn't mean that I go out and buy it because I do know that we have it. But if it's stuff that I want to use, it needs to be easily visible mm. to me. It doesn't need, doesn't need to be out on the kitchen bench all the time, but it does need to be in a fairly easily visible place so that I can remember to use it. Like at the moment, I've got some hand weights, and they and Simon loved. Um, doesn't doesn't like them being on display in my study, <laughs> and so he put them behind the door. So, which is great because they're not visible. That's great for him. Not yeah, so great for you me. Never remember to use them because I never remember to use them because I don't see them because my door is nearly always open. Mm. It's only ever closed if we're doing a meeting at night, and I need all the kids are home and they're kicking off, and I need to shut out that noise. So, um, and then. When I do have the door closed, I'm usually in a meeting with you or with a client. And so I'm not going to stand there do what I should, though. Next you have time. done it with me before. And next time we're on a Zoom meeting, can you please remind me to get my weights out yes. and do some weights? Absolutely. But, and clients, if you want a virtual meeting, virtual session with me doing weights, just remind me and I'll do them. <laughs> but they're not visual. They're not mm. in my sight and they're not, I don't, and that's, that's the whole principle when it comes to a storage unit yes. is that if you can't see it, you often can't remember what's in there. I've done sessions on site with clients at storage units and the comment that is most often said is, oh, my gosh, I forgot we even had that mm-hmm. over and over and over again yeah. for $200 a month, yep. two and a half grand a year. You forgot you even owned it. Not that you didn't use it, didn't even know you owned it. And now this isn't going to be the case for everybody who has a storage unit. As we said, you know, you may even have a car or like a an old car or like a antique car. <laughs> Antique's not the right word for a car. Vintage car? Vin- thank you. A vintage car or a caravan, camper van that is used in storage units. And there is a purpose, you know, there is a time and a place for storage units However, Amy and I think that it probably shouldn't be a $1.1 billion industry in yeah. Australia. And we would love to save you two, two and a half grand, a thousand grand, a thousand dollars, a thousand grand, thousand dollars a year by helping you to set vision for your storage unit um, to help you declutter, help you organise it and help you be intentional about the use of a storage unit if you're going to keep it or be intentional about letting go of everything in the storage unit and saving yourself that money. So that's our heart for you and for this episode. I have said to clients before that have storage units, you are going to spend $2,500 on the contents of this storage unit in the next 12 months. You can either spend it by storing it or invest two and a half thousand dollars in a professional organizer and we'll clear it out and you won't just save the two and a half grand this year you'll save it next year and the year after and the year after and the year after and it's a great investment if you're just keeping stuff in there like an overflow that it's not intentional Mm. get a professional organizer in for the amount that you would spend for a year to store it invest that in an organizer and you'll reap your rewards tenfold Yeah, and it may not even be that much money, depending on how big the storage unit is. It could be half that cost. Correct. Or it could be double, depending on what you have in there. But yes, it's it's a great idea to consider investing in the help of a professional organiser. It's always a great idea. Yeah, (laughs) in our humble opinion. (laughs) How do you set vision for a storage unit? What did you mean by that when you said it? So we want you to think about why it is that you're contemplating investing in a storage unit or why you already have an investment 
why you're already investing in a storage unit is it because you're moving overseas or you're giving yourself a time frame for when you um are getting something done like a renovation um so set vision like what is my purpose why am I choosing to spend money on a storage unit set vision for that and if there is time frames around it you know for instance if you are moving overseas go okay when we come back for Christmas next year or you know next time we're back in Australia before we come back we're going to um, have made a decision about everything in there meaning yes we loved the US and we're going to stay there for another year and but we're still not sure what's going to happen after that year so yeah we're going to continue holding the storage unit or um no, we know that we're going to be moving on from the US to another country. So actually what's in there, let's reassess now that we know that we're going to stay there or move on. Let's reassess what we actually do need for the long term. Like, you know, do we do we want to keep furniture for an indefinite amount of time or would we rather in save the money that we're spending on an on the storage unit and put it aside for buying furniture when we move home, mm. if we ever move home. And now that we've set up home in another country, maybe we do want some of those sentimental items over with us so yeah. that we can honour them and show our kids and share memories with our kids. So it, it's about setting vision for why it is that you're making that investment. Mm. And, um, and with any vision... It's also about reassessing that vision. So I was thinking like this one's almost a a round circle of yes. set vision, declutter, organise, and the intentional ties back into the set, set vision and it is that, that circular. So the declutter is really about before you just go and chuck stuff into a storage unit, if possible, like I recently was speaking to someone who had moved out of home within 24 hours due mm. to a domestic violence yes. situation. You don't have time to declutter. You're just getting movers in and they're putting everything in. Totally fine. Yes. But if you have time, and we would love to encourage you to make time if possible, Mm. is to go through everything before you put it in. Don't just go, do you know what, let's put everything from the garage in because you are going to be storing things that you just don't need to. You might be able to have half the size storage unit than what you have. And again, save money. You work hard for your money. Don't just throw it away on storage that you may not actually need. Yeah, and because our heart is, there is always good reasons for things. So there's a $1.1 billion industry because there is a need. Mm. It probably doesn't, as we said, it probably doesn't need to be $1.1 billion because it, we people are making choices that they're not being intentional about yeah. always. So, yes, have a storage unit if you need. Please don't hear, we're not bagging storage units. We're bagging Mindless, misuse of them. Yeah, mindless, <laughs> unintentional un- use of yeah. a storage unit. If you live in the hills or the North Shore or Sydney Central, what are some of the other areas in Sydney, Kirst? The Shire, the Inner West, Northern Beaches. So I only found out recently from Kirst that you Sydney siders have like zones and areas that you like identify yourselves by. So if you live in any one of those and you need some professional organising services to help in your home, you need to get Kirsty in because she's freaking amazing. So if you want to have Kirsty in to help you declutter, email us at hello at theartofdeclutteringcomau and we're going to put you in touch. I would so love that. I would love, love, love to meet more and more listeners and to be able to help you hands-on and get the most out of your house and make you 
able to live in freedom and grace and joy in your home. So call me, contact us, however, find me. I'll find you. I can't find you. <laughs> so send us that email or DM us on Insta or private message us on Facebook. But Kirst is like there. She's ready, Sydney Siders. She's ready to come and transfer. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm your home with you. All right, let's get back to the show. Do you know what I would actually say to people? If you were going to be intentionally using a storage unit, I would say invest in good containers. So I'd say invest in containers that are waterproof and dustproof. Mm. I would even go as far as saying buy some shelves from Bunnings so that you can use the height of the storage unit and actually access things. So rather than you having 12 boxes all on top of each other so you use the height, you know what, put $50 worth of shelves in there so that when you do want to collect something, you can go in, you can see it. So think of it like another room rather than just that place where you dump it all. Yeah, rather than the junk room. Correct. The like spare room, it needs to be more like a garage Yes, where you, you've got... Labels and yeah. consistent boxes and you've got the chairs all together or you've got the camping gear together, like whatever it is, mm. be really wise with how you use that space and don't be afraid to make an investment into storage for your storage unit if it's going to be long term. Yes. Because you need to like it's it's functionality. Yes. Otherwise and you're there's losing it. A purpose for yes. it. Like there's as I keep saying, <laughs> I feel like a broken record. There is good reasons to have storage units. So if you're using your storage unit for one of those good u- reasons, then please organize it well. As Amy says, have great boxes that are, you know, water and dustproof. Label them or have them clear so that you can Mm -hmm. see what's in there. And Even put an inventory on the door or something. Like they're often metal. Like I wonder if you could put a magnet on it that just hangs there or a clipboard that has what's in there. So when you are looking for something, you don't go, it could be in the storage unit actually have somewhere where you can check on your phone or a hard copy or something like that so you're really using those space as well. Yeah, because you like what's the point of a storage unit? You want to get in there quickly, get out of there quickly. You want to like you're not going there to have a cup of tea. You are not. <laughs> you're going there for a purpose. So make that purpose as quick and easy for you and then you won't get frustrated at the fact that you're paying $200 a month for something that you then spend five hours looking for that one thing Mm -hmm. and you're still not even sure if it is in the storage unit. It may be in the deep recesses of the spare room. So, like, be organised and, yeah, be organised. It will save your sanity and it will save you money. It will save both of those things in spades. I really want to um, just talk about a mindset around value when it comes to using storage Mm -hmm. units. I want to challenge or we want to challenge people um, to work out the true cost of having a storage unit. If you're storing important or valuable items that maybe you one day want to sell or you want to pass on or to you that they're worth value and money, remember that the items in your storage unit 
are going down in value by the amount that you're paying for the storage unit each month. For instance, I had a client who collected dolls and she had a storage unit that she'd had for about 20 years, so really early adopter of storage units, and it was full of valuable dolls. But if the dolls are going down in value by $2,500 a year times 20, we are talking about tens of thousands of dollars that those dolls have lost value over the years. So even if you can sell them for twenty grand or or a hundred thousand dollars, like yeah, you because something like oh, you're not talking about um, the item depreciating because some the value to you is depreciating. Yes, yes. the value of some items will definitely appreciate. Yes, yes, yes. No, the the, the overall it's, cost to you. Yeah, it's the cost of goods sold. Correct. Yes, it is not worth. It may not be worth it. So Thank yes, you. yes, doing, accounting brain yeah, needed to kick do, in because when you start talking, I was like, no, 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 like. No, the items are not depreciating. Yes. The money that you're going to get from selling them in yes. the end, the yes. cost of goods sold, yes. you need to account for the fact that you've spent $45,000 on storage over 20 years. Yeah, and you've only made 20000 from Correct. the dolls, which means that it costs has you a cost lot of money. money. And so, and that's where it is good to, um, if you're going to store antique furniture or you're going to store dolls or going to store something that you think is going to appreciate Get it valued before you put it into storage. Great idea. Because then you'll know, then you can do that cost of goods sold in your head. You can go, okay, I this is worth $100,000 now. It's a piano or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's worth $100,000 now. So, And the evaluator might be able to tell you, well, this is how much it's appreciating. Mm-hmm. So then you can go, okay, well... It is worth that. It's worth here. It's worth this price now. And I'm going to guesstimate that, you know, in another 10 years, it's going to cost me this much or it's going to be worth this Mm -hmm. much money. Mm -hmm. And then you can, then you can go, okay, it's costing me two and a half thousand dollars a year to store this item. And is it going up more than that? Is it going up more than that? Mm. And if I sold it today for a hundred thousand or am I waiting for that magical, you know, a million dollar? Yeah. Yeah. You can make that Mm. full financial assessment yeah. on that. Great think, point though. I think that's like, really important to consider. Yes, totally. It's different to your house because you don't own the storage unit and you don't own the the ground that the storage unit is on. You're just renting it. Yes. So it's very different to... It's an expense. Correct. It's very different to an investment of a house hmm. in that situation. Yeah, you've got to think about it more like a car. It's mm. an expense. Mm. It's not... It doesn't appreciate in value it and it's not. adding expense to an investment mm-hmm. that you are trying to invest in. Yeah. <laughs> Using too many words. Like, yeah. So you, you If you haven't gotten so confused that you've left us by now. Yeah. Okay, sorry. We're saying no, not you. <laughs> a combination of both of us trying to articulate ourselves. Yeah. We just want you to think about the cost of the storage unit in relation to the what you're keeping inside it. Yeah. Would and it be cheaper just to buy it all again in a year's time? Yes. If what you're keeping in there is just books. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly that's the case. So just make that assessment. Yeah. And that's why, and not every assessment has to be a financial assessment, but we do want you to consider that. Like, is it how much, and then also, you know, along with financial investment comes the mental, the mental load assessment. So, mm. you know, and if the finances are causing you grief, then that's adding to the mental load of 
and particularly in getting a storage unit for delaying decision purposes, like we can't deal with this right now, which is, you know, you know, if there's a death or um, there's downsizing, a there's all, there's, there is a reason to delay a decision sometimes, you know. You don't want to go in to your um, deceased mother's estate and make unwise choices about her things, like I want to keep it all or I want to get rid of it all or somewhere in between. There's a, There's some really wise choices that you can make around some um, grief mm. and hard decisions. Um, so we want you to be wise um, and so we're not at all saying that you should never get a storage unit but you do need to um, be um, just wise and make some intentional decisions and set vision for that, like going, okay, this is not the season to be dealing with mum and mum stuff you know, we're settling her into, into an aged care facility or she's just died, Let's, but let's set ourselves a time limit mm. and go, you know what, we're going to... That's a really good idea, setting that time limit. Yeah, we're all happy, all the kids are happy to invest for six months and then we're all going to get together in six months and make it and, and reassess. That's and great. It's hard with deceased estates and particularly um, if... Uh, the family aren't in agreement because, mm. you know, some, pers- some one person may be ready to deal with it right away and one person may still not be ready to deal with it in six months' time. And, yes, there's executors of the will and it may be coming out of the executive, the, the estate. But just We have an episode coming up all about this <sighs> later on. <laughs> yes. But just um, – and that's why we say, uh, you know, our, our model for um, decluttering is set vision declutter, organise and then be intentional. Mm. So, yeah, setting limits and knowing where your heart is with in if you're in difficult situations is being intentional. So let's get back to how you declutter in a storage unit. Yeah, so if you're going to get a professional organiser in, which we do recommend because it's so overwhelming for a storage unit, if you can do it on your own, all props to you. Yeah. But if you're getting us in, we would generally do it one of two ways. We would either start with the storage unit to save you money and then bring the things into the house that we're keeping or we would help you declutter in the house and we would get that done and then look at integrating what is in the storage unit, what do you actually need versus what can we now get rid of now we've been intentional in the house. Yes, because that often is the case. If you go into the storage unit, you can find things that you're like, oh, no, I'll use that, I'll use that, and then you bring it home and you go, oh, Oh, that's right. I've already got five of them. Got another three toasters. <laughs> yeah. So it is often helpful to start with the house because then yeah. you've made space for what you do want to bring back into mm-hmm. the home. But you know, if you've already done that in your own home, or if um, you just need for whatever reason to get that storage unit done, and and that's why, like, even particularly in deceased estates, and we're going to talk about that. We've talked about it. We will talk about it in the elderly parents episode that. Um, having somebody else come in and be that mediator mm. between siblings or between whatever who <laughs> relationally um, having a professional organiser is often really helpful to um, help make wise decisions in that space. Yep. So we want to encourage you that if you are in Sydney or Melbourne, reach out to us to help with your storage unit or for someone in your local area for outside of our service areas. Let us know because it is it can be daunting 
and it is eating up a lot of your money. Mm-hmm. So we want to help you to make wise financial choices, but also to not have that whole big mental tab. It's like a whole mental laptop open of the storage unit. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to quickly read a review. Please do. So this is from VJ Ma. Sounds like a cool like band name. Mm, it does. They say that I really enjoy starting my week with this podcast. Amy and Kirsty have been with me as I've slowly changed the way our house functions. We now have a tidy and attractive home that my kids are proud of and the freedom from clutter to enjoy it. Awesome. That's the best. I love when the kids are starting to go, can I invite a friend over rather than can I go to such and such as house? Yeah. Makes a big difference. So awesome. We can't wait to be back with you next week. Um, and as we mentioned, we've got 150 other episodes if you're desperate to listen yeah, to us Yeah, go and binge for them. us. Go and have a binge vest. Um, if you've got a storage unit, you know where to get in touch or you've got the encouragement that you need in this episode to go and do that. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. 